What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Spaceship for Interplanetary Geeks. I am your captain, the Interplanetary Ninja himself. It's been a while, so I'm a little rusty. Work with me. Uh, uh, today, we will be entering the MCU. That is right. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, especially with Marvel's Avengers Infinity War coming out on Friday. So let's get into it. Also, in advance, massive spoiler alert. And I say massive spoiler alert. If you don't want to be spoiled of the movie, I'm assuming everyone's seen it by now, but if you do not want to be spoiled by the movie, I suggest going to see the movie first, then coming back and listening to the podcast. Give you a few seconds to make your decision here. Alright everybody that's still here listening to this, as I said, this will be a spoiler, this is a spoiler alert. Not spoiler free, that's what I was going to say, but spoiler alert. First, let's jump right out and say, holy hell, Infinity War was amazing. There's, it, I'm, I'm a big DC fan, you know, I loved Justice League, I loved Wonder Woman, I love Batman vs. Superman, but I've, more, the, the, the MCU has always held a special place in my heart, See, especially seeing as the first movie was, I want, to, I want to say like 10 years ago at least, with the first Iron Man movies when the MCU first, you know, had its first big bang. Now, oh, excuse me. Now... Don't get me wrong, the Hulk movies before certainly were amazing, but I feel like there wasn't any cohesiveness with them. You know, the first one with, I believe, Eric Bana, is how you pronounce his name. I'm not 100% sure. I'm horrible with names, pronouncing them. I, I really suck. It was I loved the movie. I mean, looking back at it now, the Hulk was was the way they, they, they took they did the graphics on him was interesting to say the least. And then Edward Norton's take on the Hulk, uh by far one of my favorites. Like that's that's the Hulk the way he should have been. And with Mark Ruffalo now, uh, it, it just works. The Hulk works. But anyways, to come completely, completely sidetracked on that one. Uh the Avengers Infinity Wars. I, I, I love them. I loved it. It, it. it was amazing. It starts off in an epic, epic way. So for those of you that have seen the movie, you know the opening scenes. And as soon as I first saw those scenes in space, I, with, with Thor's uh, Asgardian ship, I, I, I knew right there, the way they started it, it this was going to be amazing. And again, spoiler alert, massive. But with the first two deaths, the first two deaths of the movie starting out within, I, literally, I, I feel like within the first five minutes of the film, it, it, I, I knew it was going to be a roller coaster, a roller coaster ride for this movie. Now, 
as for as I said for, for those of you who have seen it, you know that Heimdall and Loki are both killed in the opening scenes. Literally, I feel like the first five minutes of the movie, if that even, first five minutes of the movie, they're killed. You know, Loki, well, the way Loki's killed is by being Loki, you know. You know, we all know who Lo how Loki is, you know. First, he doesn't want anything to do with Thor, and then, you know, emotions kick in, brotherly love. And then... Thanos kills him. Heimdall, I wasn't expecting because of the theory out there of Heimdall being the Soul Stone, which we will touch on that later. Like, oh my god, we will touch on that later. But, oh, this with, with those two deaths and Heimdall not being in possession of the Soul Stone, I knew right there it was going to be a roller coaster ride. And I honestly figured. You know, they weren't going to show, 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 show the Soul Stone until I was assuming the second movie, the Avengers, Avengers 4, which comes out next year. I was, that's what I was assuming. But we all got lucky on this one. All got lucky. Anyway, so with the first opening scenes like that, like, I knew this movie was going to be crazy. It was going to be action-packed, intense, emotional, and it delivered on all fronts. I mean, I felt bad when I was, in, when I was watching the movie in theaters. I felt bad with some of the parent, for, for some of the parents because they took, when they took their kids a lot, you know? Like, if, if your kid's like a tween or a teenager then it's a lot easier for you. But for the little kids who went to this movie thinking it's going to be a fun Avengers movie, I feel like they have just been traumatized. Like, now their parents have to explain to them, you know, what's going on, why everyone started disappearing, why everyone's dead, or, and, or the concept of death now to kids that probably were not... They, were, they probably were not going to have that talk anytime soon. But, I digress. You know, but... You know, then the, the scene in New York. That's where it was. And the scene in New York, where uh, the Hulk comes crashing through the Sanctum Sanctorum of Doctor Strange, meeting up with, then meeting up with Tony Stark... I, I didn't know how to feel about that, honestly. Like, after uh, the events of Age of Ultron, I was kind of torn. But they did it in a really tasteful way. I liked it. It, it was really good. And then, with the whole meeting up of... With the, with the whole, as, as people have posted on the internet, face, awesome facial hair bros with Tony Stark and Stephen Strange... Uh, they worked with each other. They really worked. Like, I, I felt like they were going to... They were going to clash a lot. And they did. They did. Which made it more enjoyable. Because Stephen Strange know, now knows, thanks to Doctor, the movie Doctor Strange and everything he went through, he now knows uh, about humility and, you know, rising up after, after that massive fall from such great heights. 
I guess both literally and figuratively. But Tony doesn't yet. Because of the fact that, I mean, Tony thinks he's the most amazing person in the world. And he's actually right. He, he's amazing. He's one of my favorite characters. Tony Stark. Oh, and let's not, let's not forget when Tony first puts on his armor. I don't... I, I'm not sure if it was the Extremis armor. But it came... It, 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 what came to mind when I saw, first saw him put on his armor was the Extremis armor. You know, nanotechnology where he hits it, it keeps rebuilding after a part gets blown off or a, a part, part of the suit gets destroyed, it rebuilds itself. It reminded me of the Extremis armor. But I could be wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm not 100% sure on all of Tony Stark's armors. So if you guys do know, please let me know. Uh, leave me a voice message, uh, leave me a comment on Twitter or, or Instagram. Uh, Instagram's Interplanetary Geeks, at Interplanetary Geeks. Uh, Twitter is at Interplan, I think. Or just leave me a voice message here and we'll play it on the next podcast. Anyways, back to the review of Infinity Wars. Uh, then when they introduced Spider-Man and it turned into a, how would you say this, a Avengers ensemble, I don't really know, I suck at coming up with awesome words like that, but when, when, when Spider-Man first, like, when his spider senses first kick off, or kick up, or act up, start, I think it was start. Either way, sorry about that. Either way, when you first see the activation of his spider senses, I, I, I got excited. I, I got massively excited. I'm not going to lie. And then with Tony and Bruce, where, where, where Tony has to explain to Bruce in, in not so simple terms that him and Steve are not on talking terms, and the Avengers have broken up, it really hit home that, you know, the Hulk hasn't, it was never really part of the team to begin with, in, his, in, in their minds. And then we get the first two members of the Black Order landing on Earth, uh, big battle ensues, really great graphics. Uh, Bruce no longer able to transform into the Hulk. And we'll touch on that again later. Uh, the, what would be next? So after that was Spider-Man coming in, saving Doctor Strange. Because Doctor Strange has the Time Stone. And as of right now in the movie, I believe Thanos has the Power Stone and the Space Stone from the Tesseract. Uh, so a big battle ensues and they take, they take Doctor Strange. I forget which of the Black Order takes Doctor Strange, but they do. And they capture Doctor Strange because he has a dead man's curse on his, the Eye of Agamotto, on the Eye of Agamotto. So they 
take him up in the spaceship. Tony goes up to save him. Spider-Man, the same thing. And we do see an introduction of the Scarlet Spider armor, which I loved. I loved. It was amazing. It literally reminded me of the comics, the cartoons, and everything. Like, I, it just... When I saw the Iron Spider, I, I fell in love, again, with, with the whole MCU and everything that they are doing over there at Marvel and Disney. So, we then we have, then we have, then we're introduced to, what is it, Thor is introduced to the Guardians of the Galaxy, which, just go see the part. Just go see the movie, and if you have seen the movie, a pirate, was it, a pirate, he's a cross between a pirate and an angel. And that, that is Drax's way of describing how Thor looks. A cross between a pirate and an angel. They're all fascinated by him. Gamora, Groot, Groot turned into a little asshole, but... Hey, puberty, what can you do? Anyways, the, the whole Guardians of the Galaxy meeting Thor was hilarious. Uh, Peter Dinkle's character, when they get to Nava... I'm not even going to try to pronounce this because I'm going to be horrible at it. But the star where they create Thor's hammer, or they created Thor's hammer, then, you know, Peter Dinkle's character there, uh, he's the one time in life... And I'm sorry, this might be insensitive, but this is the one time in life he is actually the tallest person in the movie. <laughs> but I love, I love Peter Dingle's character. I love him as a person. I love, you know, the character he plays on Game of Thrones. And I loved him in, in the MCU. Um, then the battle with... Or the... Ah, oh, damn it. I don't like this part because it... It's with the Guardians going to, to the Collector to get the Reality Stone, which show up too late for. Find out that Gamora is the one that knows where the Soul Stone is. The only person in the universe that knows where the Soul Stone is. A few more scenes. Nah, it was, it was good, but I'm just skipping over a bunch. Is time restraints. Uh... First, second, I don't even know honestly at what, at what point this is, at what number emotional roller coaster point this is through the movie. But that, uh, Gamora takes Thanos to where the the Soul Stone is. We are introduced to the keeper of the Soul Stone. I guess is the Red Skull, and the Red Skull then tells Thanos that to acquire what you want the most, you have to be willing to sacrifice what you love the most. We see the first real glimpses of emotion, humanity, I guess, from Thanos. And with, uh, sorry, thinking about it, it's a bit emotional. Uh, with, the, with Gamora there criticizing him about how he loves nothing, when he turns around, you know, tears running down his face, you know, she thinks, or she assumes that Hey, game over. You don't love anything. You lose. Come to find out, according to the Red Skull, he does love something. 
And spoiler alert again, he throws Gamora off the cliffs to acquire the Soul Stone, which, holy hell. Like, damn. I can't even begin to imagine, like, what you would have had to go through for something like that. It was, it was, like, you see her fighting it because she knows at this point, like, what's going to happen, and then he just throws her off. And to see that Gamora was the one thing in the entire universe that he loved more than anything was... It was, it was really good to see that they gave Thanos a bit of emotion, heart, I guess, huh? Heart, yeah. Humanity? No. Humility? No. Humanity. I think humanity, even though he's not human and he's, excuse me, a complete and other, utter dickhead. Uh, next big scene is the battle on Titan. And let's just get it out of the way. Damn. Just damn. From the trailers, we see Thanos, that Thanos throws a moon, and that is on Titan. And by this point, the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Avenger, parts of the Avengers are now working together on Titan, which, for the, from the Avengers, you really have only Iron Man. But you have Iron Man, uh, Doctor Strange, Peter Parker... Star-Lord, uh, Drax, Mantis, and fight Thanos. They fight Thanos. And they almost get the glove off until Nebula shows up. And Mantis, they're, they're holding Thanos down, so to set the scene, they're holding Thanos down. Uh, Mantis is trying to put him to sleep, but he's just too strong mentally and, phys and, and physically that they can only hold him, they can only like keep him there for a few seconds or a few minutes at most. And Nebula shows up with the whole trying to kill him. And that's when Peter realizes that Gamora did not come back. And, you know, at first I was like, fucking, fucking Peter, like, God damn it, Quill, like, you just had to ruin it. But at the same time, I mean, the woman he loved was, you know, he, he just found out her, his, her stepfather just killed her. Like, there's no, like, I'm going to contain my emotions at that point. Like, he just lost it. He lost it. Uh, and then he just lost it. You know, Thanos keeps the glove. And, Yeah. Uh, next big scene is, I mean, there's the Mind Stone as well, which is earlier in the movie as well, where they, you know, they go after the Mind Stone with Vision and Wanda, you know, when we were first introduced back into, uh, the Nomad, which is Captain America, and his team of Secret Avengers, it was, it was fun, and... Exciting, to say the least. And also to when, when they went to Wakanda. When they went to Wakanda, I loved it. I loved the Black Panther movie. It was a great movie. I loved it. I own it. It was amazing. I watch it every now and then. It, it was amazing. 
like to see everything come full circle at this point. But, uh, so much, so much to talk about in this, in this, and it, it, it would be one of those like where to begin type or where to end type things, but I guess the best way to continue, just, just to finish the battle on Titan, uh, Tony Stark gets stabbed. I like, I cried. I'm not going to lie. I cried during Logan when Professor X died. I cried during when, when Logan died. I'm not going to lie. I cried. Because of the fact, like, I grew up with these characters, you know, like, Hugh Jackman, Professor X were, like, idols of mine. Not idols, that's a strong word. Uh, <laughs> they were, they were, they, they held a special place in my heart, you know. And so, to see them die on screen is just an, an emotional, like, blah, like, I cried. I'm not gonna lie, I cried. And then so for seeing Tony Stark's dad, because I know his contract is coming up and I'm not, I'm not sure, you know, if he renewed his contract or if he's going to renew his contract or if they are going to allow him to renew his contract, but his contract is coming up and you see him stabbed in a scene and I, I lost it. Like I started crying, tearing up. Like I thought, I was like, oh shit, I have to see him die. Like, damn. Luckily, Stephen Strange, you know, trades Stark's life for the Time Stone and how, how he acquires the Time Stone. So now Thanos is in possession of the mind, the soul, the space, or not the mind, the uh, power, the soul, the space, the reality, and the Time Stone. And so he just has one stone left. We go to Wakanda where there is a huge battle. It, it's, it's enormous. I was going to say ginormous, but I don't think that's a word. Anyways, it, it's huge. It's a huge battle scene. You know, you have the Secret Avengers. You have Wakanda. Oh, excuse me. And, and, you know, it's just, it's just a big battle scene. It's amazing. Graphics really well. Shot really well. Uh, the last thing would be, uh, and then we have, uh, shoot, shoot, shooty, I think her name is shooty. Uh, black Panther, si black Panther, black Panther sister, uh, looking over vision and trying to remove the stone while keeping vision intact. Isn't able to, and big battle scene. Thanos finally arrives on earth. He has all five stones nothing stops him like captain america nothing stops him they they go down one by one and so wanda destroys the mind stone and vision which little to no surprise does not upset thanos because he uses the sorry this will be a snap of the fingers i guess i suck at snapping the 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 time stone to rewind time and then pry the soul the the mind stone from uh, Vision's head, which in turn kills him. And then, you know, during the battle, sorry, I am jumping all over the place, but I just stuff, I have stuff written down, but then I remember stuff more and more of the movie. I talk about it. Uh, Thor, Thor, yeah, Thor, Rocket, and 
Groot are on Earth now, battling with the Secret Avengers and Captain. Like, there's a funny, funny scenes in there. It's a funny movie. Just go ahead and watch it. Just go watch it. Seriously. Uh, Thor throws his axe at Thanos. He now has an axe, by the way. I am not going to tell you why, but he has an axe. You know, throws his axe at at Thanos and kills or attempts to kill him, but you know he should have aimed at the head, like Thanos says. And Thanos snaps his fingers, and half the universe is gone. And that's you know how they end the movie. Like that's how they end the movie. It's every half of the universe is gone, and that includes a lot of the Avengers. A lot, by the way. A lot. Not even like a little, but a lot. Uh, so, review of the movie. It was shot well. It was done well. It was funny. It had, an, it was an emotional roller coaster of people dying that you didn't want to die. And it all set up for Avengers 4, which comes out next year. And at the end, like always, post credit scene shows. Uh, Nick Fury, I mean, Nick Fury and Maria Hill both disappear, but it shows Nick Fury send a page, using a pager, <laughs> mind you, throwback to the 90s, uh, uses a pager to message none other than Captain Marvel. So, we have to assume that Captain Marvel will either, with, with her movie coming out next year as well, before Avengers 4, we have to either assume that her movie will tie into Avengers 4 or she will be in Avengers 4 because she wasn't in Infinity Wars and the next, the only two movies before next year's Avenger movie is Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is set before Thanos' master plan gets accomplished, before Infinity Wars, and Captain Marvel. And so we don't know if Captain Marvel will tie into, using her movie tie into uh, Avengers 4, or if it won't until the end credits, and that's how they're going to try to tie into Avengers 4. But I am looking forward to next year, because Avengers 4 has to correct some of the mistakes of... Not mistakes, but some of the deaths of Infinity War. Although, I mean, to be perfectly honest, they could leave it as is. I highly doubt they'll kill it. They'll, they'll, they will because a lot of big, big names in the MCU are now dead. So I highly doubt that they'll keep it the way it is. Anyways, I've rambled on long enough. Sorry about that. Uh, this is actually only supposed to be like a 15-minute podcast, 20-minute at most. But I decided I, I kept rambling. Anyways, that is my review. Go check out the movie. It's amazing. Uh, you know, let me know on Twitter, on Instagram, what your favorite scenes of the movies were. Uh, leave a voice message here of, you know, what your favorite movie was. Let me know, you know, how you feel about the movie, how you felt about it, what, you know, what was some of the big impacts for you. And instead of, nah, well, we'll leave it at this for now. We're, we're running, we're running way long, running too long now. Uh, 
anyways, just, you know, hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on Instagram, leave a voice message here. Uh, as I said earlier, the Instagram is at Interplanetary Geeks. The Twitter handle is, I believe, at Interplan Geek underscore Geeks. But I'm not sure. Just type in Interplanetary Geeks, you'll find me. I'm not too active on it, but, you know, you leave me a message. I will definitely, definitely, you know, hit you back. Let me know what your favorite parts of the movie were, what the sad parts were, and what you're expecting from the next Avengers movie. All right, guys. Now, this is your Captain Interplanetary Ninja. You're signing off. We are getting out of the MCU ter- uh, out of the MCU today. I will see you next time with our next destination. Later. <laughs>